Today is November 11th, 2022. This is episode 209 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Vladis and Shinter. And welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me as always is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. Hey, f- hey friend, Hi. how are you? It's Friday, I'm very good. <laughs> it's Friday. It's the weekend. It is the weekend. Uh, and we have a guest. We do? We- <laughs> would you like to introduce them? I would. Hailing... All the way from the final four. Uh, oh boy, final 14. Oh boy. Final Fantasy 14 Submarine Builders Discord. Welcome, Nori Matora. Hi. Thank you so much. How, how are you guys doing today? Well, <laughs> now mentioned the final 14, so who knows what's going to happen now? <laughs> final 14, progressively count down, maybe 13, 12, skip over 11. <laughs> At first, I thought he was going to say Final Destination, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> oh no <laughs> we can't slow down to that one yeah well <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure i'm sure there's some that <laughs> chili's like but 11 was so good chili. yeah i know <laughs> i want to get the one guy in the comments saying that too you're out there man <laughs> oh, man that'll be chili chili just got trolled <laughs> chili took the bait <laughs> nori uh, welcome, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. Uh, so, for those people out there who may not know, uh, wh- let's let's start first of all. For, uh, tell us who who you are, and 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 tell us maybe a little bit about the the Final Fantasy fourteen submarine builders Discord. We'll have more questions to go deeper into it, but like a general intro of it. Sounds good. Well, my name is Nori Matora. I come from the world of Ultros, from the uh, Primal Data Center for Final Fantasy XIV. I am the code ad- co-admin of the Submersible Discord for the workshop content revolving around airships and, dis- and, and submarines. Uh, airships are kind of forgotten, unfortunately. <laughs> mostly by both us and by the developers, so it's mostly submarine, di- di- submarine Discord at this point. <laughs> Air, yeah, what is an airship? Even? Te- technically, airships is one of the like selling box things for Heaven's Ward. It was on the box. It was like, hey, hey airships. And everyone yes, was like, that was diadem. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, airships. <laughs> hey, I mean, I saw Final Fantasy Union just came out with an airships uh, video just a couple days ago. And uh, cool airships. Yeah, completely forgotten. We, 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 what's an airship? <laughs> They're used for travel between cities. For that, for that one time you watch the cutscene, is that even still in the the new uh, leveling process? Did they cut that out? Yeah, <laughs> it's it, still, still in there. there. They 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 force you under the airship dock at least three or four times during uh, one to fifty MSQ. <laughs> and then like, you, yes. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that that chunk of the airship area you don't ever get to walk in afterwards. It's a, a newbies only. Mm-hmm. Get out if you're higher than that. <laughs> we don't want you here. Mm-mm. You can't. You can't harass the new people. 
you level to 90 and then you just do that quest later. Unless you got some know-how and do some doing some out of bounds in those areas, you ain't getting back to that place. I kind of remember how to do that still. Shh. <laughs> and they're talking to like you see, you can see like the the random like one person that shows up every few days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you go to the new servers and you're like, Psst. so <laughs> new year. Yeah, me too. Well, that's dangerous. If you're going to a new server, hanging out the bottom, they're going to start thinking you're a bond report. You <laughs> <laughs> you'll end up at that seven point five thousand deleted accounts list at the uh, square pump. <laughs> <laughs> Just name yourself not a bot. It's foolproof. Yeah, not, not bot. It could work. Just what? smash my hand against the keyboard there. No one will figure me out. Name myself 1.0 Classic. There, no one will ever figure me out. Yeah. You'd crash. <laughs> we, got, we, got to hydrate. we got to hydrate. Oh, boy. I, I ain't cracking my water. Oh, I'm terrible. Uh, everyone's gonna have to hear that noise. I guess I can mute myself. Yep. Well, at least you didn't uh, have to do the shaking on stream this time. Oh, I don't want. Or to I'm with bot and just point towards someone else. Do I'm with bot, but be a uh, summoner. Yeah, have your little carbuncle next to you. That's it. That's the that bot. joke works better in Guild Wars too because you can actually legitimately have a bot beside you. Remember Eggy Glamours? Remember, <laughs> remember that when that was a. Uh... <laughs> It, they are a thing. Mm, sort of. Yeah, they are a thing. Buried in a patch note somewhere. Yeah. They, they're not used. They threw the glamours on like the airships. Some uh, airships. <laughs> somewhere between rank 1 and 50 for an airship somewhere, yeah. Yeah. There, there is one place that is used repeatedly with airships, though. Airships are still used and very important in the game. Dun Sky. Oh. Oh, very I, first boss battle. I thought you going to say it's any time we need to like haul something and uh, Sid is there with his airship. <laughs> what, just to remind so. myself that airships don't have handrails? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think Sid's used an airship in a long time in the story. No, he, yeah, he did. He used one for one of the trials. You know, they only bring him in every single time he needs to steal the show by stealing someone else's invention, right? <laughs> Le- or when they really want Nero. Legit just did that in the most recent expansion. I don't know how much you guys talk about spoilers. He just walks in, just steals someone else's idea. Yeah, it's totally mine. <laughs> That's sad. Nero, be- Nero did nothing wrong. <laughs> Nero did many things wrong. None of them yeah. in 14, though. Well... <laughs> Was that a Devil May Cry reference? If it was, it was unintentional. Because <laughs> you heard the one series I have. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV Nero gave us the you know automate the the AI coffee pot or teapot or the whole thing is. What's that Nero? The tea kettle. Well, yeah. Where's that Sid? <laughs> I mean, that no, was in collaboration. Which, that's probably the one collaborated project that they worked on that actually works. Yeah. Fair. It's also very angry. <laughs> Remember looking at it? It was always piping hot and steaming, and it looked like if anyone touched it, it was going to explode. But they were like, hey, this thing works perfectly. It makes the perfect cup of coffee. Yeah. So apparently infuses it with anger. 
How else do you make your coffee? I don't know. Not with anger. <laughs> what do you? I guess anger, but then like if you do a pour over, that's like disgruntlement. <laughs> well, we we're just talking about we make our coffee with crabs, don't we? Yeah. If you're not crabbing your coffee, <laughs> put some crabs in your coffee. No. Bring the uncontextual jokes in here from pre-stream. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say we've come full circle, but I'm pretty sure like halfway through the circle, we just stopped. And went crab? And the circle turned into a crab. Crab so. mode. I told you, it, 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 it's inevitable. Everything mm-hmm. evolves into crabs, even jokes. Yep. To Welcome. Chili's detriment. Yeah. Crab <laughs> check. Hashtag crab check. You know, we're going to eventually, we have our frog check emote. Um, did have a crab check. But crab over the next like year, we'll just slowly, slowly make it closer and closer to a crab. I mean, crabs are kind of cool. They make, even notice. they make bubbles on the face. Animorphs on it. Although it's already <laughs> exactly, yes. an edible source yes. of an animorph. <laughs> yeah. We'll animorphs it. Just a frog animorphing into a crab. Why not? Just take one. Just, just take one of you guys' bugs and then turn yourself from frog to person to crab after. Yeah. Animorph. Boy, these these new animorphs are bad. They're not good. Oh, my girlfriend could probably talk circles around me by animorphs. When, when were they good though? Right, right. Oh, she's bad. Oh no. <laughs> The She's best good. part of Animorphs was just walking past the library, seeing the pictures, and wondering how you got to the halfway point. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, of these days, I'll reread that horse. series. Or the, the, the one kid who was like, I'm just going to stay a bird. <laughs> what if I just stay a bird? I'm just stay a bird. Wasn't so much. Well, instead of bird. <laughs> it's like one of the first plots where one kid just stays an animal too long and never turned back. Never turned back, yeah. Yeah. Then falls in love with another bird. It's well, Animorphs is weird. Well, <laughs> oh, Animorphs is dark. It's so weird. Animorphs is dark and has like it three alien species dark. involved. I think <laughs> at some point it, yep. it, it did just jump the shark. It kicked the shark and jumped the second shark afterwards. <laughs> well, other to shark be fair, it also made the sharks into aliens. Yeah. Back into people and back into <laughs> frogs. Razors. First, the Animorphs turned into sharks, jumped, <laughs> beat, kicked the first one, jumped the other shark, and then turned back to a kid. And then aliens arrived. Animorphs. It's, like a, it's a game of musical shark chairs. Yep. Although I'm thinking of it, I don't think that they ever turned into crabs. So that's one thing that did not converge to crab yet. Wait, Although the series is done. Say so something I, for sequels. Yeah. There's 50 books in the series, plus a second or another book that was after it. Plus, there's, I think, a, there's a book after there's it. What do, you, what, do you, what do you got to clean up after Animorphs? <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, there's the 50 books in the series, and then there's one that specifically focuses on um, what's his face? The bird kid? No, the alien. Oh. That Quentin knows more about this lore. I was going to say, what's that? I never cared to know. I read this series like 20 years ago. More than 20 years ago. No, I was definitely the kid that walked past on the bookshelf and said, that's a weird transition. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's you know super, super dark. Like, the whole story is basically around, like, war. And a lot of stories focus on, like, the, the positive aspects, the things that come out, your friendship and stuff. They're just like, no, war is dark. At the end of it, someone ends up with, like, full-on mental health problems. Someone dies. Someone's, like... 
stuck permanently in someone has depression. Someone's like, like there's not a happy ending here. Animorphs. <laughs> Animorphs for the family. I was yeah. definitely reading Captain Underpants that entire time. Oh, maybe I just read all the dark books. Some kid is like in there like goosebumps. Animorphs. Goosebumps. Animorphs. Goosebumps. Welcome to Horrorland. Well, they were they were different. They were different uh different eras. Goosebumps was closer to the eighties, Animorphs was nineties. Was it? I remember Goosebumps mm. in the 90s. They were still in the 90s, but I think they started closer into the 80s. Mm. I guess if they were watching on TV, they could also watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which, oddly, right it, it was Canadian. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's also an Animorphs TV show. There was. And know. now, recently, they've started releasing Animorphs graphic novels. <laughs> The art is really good on it. Wondering why did you spend thirty minutes talking about animorphs in the submarine in a submarine episode? Now I just have Maelstrom Radio. It all comes around, man. All comes around. Yeah. Recently, yeah, I think they just released the like third or fourth one because they only started a couple years ago remaking them, and it takes a little while for them to like do each of them. But they are really good, from what I'm told. Um, Are they piloting them to see if a demographic is out there for that? Probably, because to to commit to making fifty different graphic novels is probably pretty expensive. So they they they've done a few of them now. Um, I mean, if it's already going to yeah. go full war horror, maybe they can go they can go full body horror in the in the graphic novels. So <laughs> I kind of well, hope so. Well, I can confirm there is no Animorphs dating sim out there. <laughs> They're teenagers. What and what dating sim isn't? <laughs> I think most of them are they. See, there's a good idea for a Steam game. Yeah, I mean they have to grow up, right? They have to. They could be adults. Sure, the well, furry community would all just, of them grew just up. be ecstatic at this, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chili's right. Persona is a dating sim, and that's teens. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just very disappointed. <laughs> In what persona? <laughs> yes. Or the fact that there's not an animorphs dating. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> uh, so, um, rails. <laughs> uh, show title: Animorphs Dating Sim, please. <laughs> <laughs> Vetoed. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, oh, wow, losing my voice already. We're only, what, like 10 minutes in? Yeah, are we? <laughs> maybe a little bit longer. Uh, well, maybe like 50. I don't know when you started. Anyways, uh, Susan's, I already have long-winded talk about Animars on the list. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. Uh, in order to placate Susan, placate? Placate. In order placate. to make Susan happy um, and not give us weird titles for the show later, um, we have a segment on the show called Show Us Your Smells that Susan uh, absolutely loves, and it's when you get to show off cool little things on your desk, like my cute little octopus, which doesn't show up on the green screen. Um, unless I make him angry, then he shows up. But uh, do you have anything on your desk that uh, you want to show off? He says on my speaker. Who would you like to address first on that one? Myself? 
You, yes, sorry. Our guest. Peter has shown off his smalls many times. I got there two new well. smalls, though. Susan wants me to show off. <laughs> there you go. I have a little egg that I got from Venice, Italy when I traveled there probably 15 years ago. My sister was very, very much fancy. into the Venetian uh, mass that they sell over there. And I was Ooh. very much uh, into looking at the glassware that they sold there. And the, my biggest memory of Venice would be my God, that entire city smells like fish. <laughs> Fair. You got to remember that 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 a river that flows right through the middle—that's their latrine. So, very beautiful city. Otherwise, to Venice or Italy, yet. Uh, you can go, but to, one day you can go on a gondola ride in Vegas, and it smells less fishy. <laughs> yes, it smells like other things, though. It's not fun. And like gondola ride? I mean, the gondola ride might be. I mean, I've walked beside the gondola. It shouldn't smell like anything. Like it's literally like the whole thing is not that wide. I mean, my follow up question would be were you just smelling Vegas at that point? Well, yes. That, well, I, I haven't done the actual gondola, but I've walked beside it. And it, yeah, it's, it's, it's like Vegas. Probably smells like chlorine. It's heavy, heavy chlorine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy chlorine and Vegas uh, casino. So chlorine and smoke. And a little bit of smoke. Oh, okay. Chlorine that. and stale smoke. Yeah. yeah that, or that pumped air. That and cr- pumped in. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of it's in that, like the fake underground where they have the, the ceiling painted blue in clouds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that would be the mall under the. Oh, shoot. What is that hotel? There's called? a few of them. The pl- there's, I, think there's... Under the, I think that's the mall under the planet Hollywood. There's yes, there's there. one area by the Planet Hollywood. There's another one over by Caesar's say Palace. The Venetian could be Caesar's. There's also, I think it's Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Does Bellagio have anything? Because that's over. Yeah, well, because that's over where the um, the gondolas are. Yeah. There's no gondolas over by the Planet Hollywood Mall. Right, right. Julie's like Caesar's Palace has a mall. So. Okay, cool. That's Caesar's Palace. <laughs> I mean, right. to be honest, I took a shot in the dark with that one. It's been at least five years since I've been there. My Father has a timeshare at the Polo Towers that we occasionally get to use. I'm not rich by any means. I just had free pizza from <laughs> someone because I was like, I have no money. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice thing with FanFest this year is I do have family in Vegas, so I can just like drive over and stay with them. That's really makes cool. it cheaper than having to fly from Wee. Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what I'm planning to do with my FC is I'm just going to use my father's timeshare with his permission and uh, <laughs> get, get, it, get, get ourselves a rental and shove every human being we can in there just to make it work. <laughs> Save nice. some money that way. Father. In 2018, when we last did FanFest in person, uh, we, had, we rented an Airbnb with like a dozen content creators. Mm-hmm. It was actually really chill. Yeah, it was laid back. More than you would expect. <laughs> That's it was, awesome. It was cool. So are you, are you you're planning on uh, heading to FanFest next yeah, year then? Yeah, I do intend to go over there. Nice. Still working on finances all that, but stuff stuff's in the works. Cool, uh, irons in the fire. We're we're working on that for my FC <laughs> to get everyone over there. Uh, they haven't announced probably, anything yet on it. I don't think, right? Uh they announced We dates. we know the dates. Right, the, right. Dates. We don't have like ticket we, sales or anything. Right, no. We we know dates, we know Vegas, obviously. I don't think they've opened up the the sales for the tickets. No. I would have snagged them by yeah. now. No, and it's the convention center, which 
arguably big. is very large. So it should hopefully be enough tickets to get as many people as they can get in there. So mm-hmm. hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. It was kind of a shit show last time. I don't know. It was less so than the previous one, but then the one even No, we got tickets. We got tickets easier the first time I thought. Oh, you didn't try to get tickets, that's why. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I'll definitely have to see how uh Square Enix handles their conventions. This, this would be my first the last time I went to Vegas for a convention was for Eve Online way back when. Mm. Oof. <laughs> back, back when CCP didn't have their head up their butt. So, you know. <laughs> well, true I fr- you got you got you got any uh fans that play eve online out there i know but I, I i don't but i know the news and i know what's going on over there and cc i was gonna say i'm Woo. sorry oh, i haven't heard i haven't <laughs> heard the recent stuff mm. it's not good mm. i know we have we have ex people people who used to play eve online i think yeah i don't know if they we have sure any love players. their crypto over there right but, now uh-huh oh, no. yep <laughs> that's all you had to say uh-huh. i don't even know but oh no mm-hmm. i finished it you know, the parent company is the same folks that run Black Desert Online. And ever since they got wind of how much money crypto was making, they're like, we got to get these gamers working for us and get this crypto into this game somehow. And there's been a pretty heavy refuting of that from that particular game. But you can tell that they just keep on shoving it down their throats and they're just killing their own game because of that. What if we took our space trucking game uh-huh, and we put crypto in it? You want you want the space miners to mine crypto for us? Yes. What if we took our spaceship <laughs> spreadsheet simulator and added a second layer of spreadsheets to that? Yeah. Yep. You say this like it's an like I said, it's something that's surprising, but Square Enix went and put the environmentally conscious game that was about ecoterrorism, and then put crypto into it. Mm-hmm. Well, see what they did was they put a they put a. Uh, Take it, take a little well, they bit put of crypto a, for marketing. Yeah, I was gonna say they, they, they put a little bit of a uh, a uh, wedge in there. They're like, all right, the games won't, the games themselves won't have crypto, but <laughs> we will use those things to sell crypto in other areas. And, I don't have bad ideas, but yeah, what, like <laughs> what if, what if, I mean, come on, the that's, the same team, that's the same team that basically said, you know, it'd be a really good idea. And to be honest, it probably would have been a good idea if it actually got cross console support. You know what's a really good idea? Let's do First Soldier. <laughs> Let's just do First Soldier and just leave it on, Phones. leave it yeah. on mobile devices and mm-hmm. let it languish and die in less than a year. Yep. I'm pretty sure my lettuce lasts longer. It could <laughs> Techn- technically First Soldier lasted longer than other people's. <laughs> But I was going to say at least the PM in England uh, lasted longer, but that that's not even true. She didn't last forty four days. <laughs> the lettuce one, lettuce one, this one. That's a British person. I like that reference. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, Chili. She lost to the lettuce. She yeah. lost the lettuce. Uh, Chili remembers when TCP flew uh, flew us. He means his his job flew them out to Iceland for dust five five one four. I remember when Dust they were banking on Dust five one four. That that just fails completely. It just did it just did not get enough support. Mm. The game itself looked good, but unfortunately one of the biggest reasons why Dust seemed to have failed is because it was in a competitive market where it couldn't stand out for itself all that much. It pressed the idea of it having relatable impact on the actual Eve Online universe, but unfortunately the impact was rather minimal. It had to do with uh 
oh, what was it? Faction Warfare at the time. And uh, <laughs> nobody's sitting there writing headlines about Faction Warfare. They're writing headlines about uh, Nullsec fights at that point. That's the big big dudes on the way outside. Don't get me wrong. People enjoy Faction Warfare, but it's the same kind of thing where you're advertising Final Fantasy XIV for its PvP content. So true. That, that's like Granted. a side content thing. I want that to succeed some more, but... That's also not what you're advertising Final Fantasy XIV for. <laughs> They've been doing a lot of good things with PvP lately, though. They have. They really have. Like, I think what they're they're putting in another. Yeah, there's a whole new arena for Crystalline Conflict coming out for, in January. Uh, yeah, Kugane Castle. And the you remember the oh, dude? It was the castle? Yeah, and the person Ooh, that remember cool. that guy that throws money at Yojimbo? Yeah, Us? dude, he, that was yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's he's in there, and I think money is going to be a mechanic somehow. I feel like Yojimbo should be in there too. I hope <laughs> we can hope. I feel like Yojimbo should co- should come back to a specific plot. Uh, it, well, oh, definitely. Bring back Greg. Uh, well, Greg. Greg's coming. We just don't know where. We don't know when. <laughs> Greg's coming. The intra inspectoral rift, after all. Mm-hmm. Got love Greg. Greg's going to be on some like distant alien planet that we're going to have to go to help him. I have a theory about Greg. I, I, well, I guess it's a theory, so I could say a theory. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold it before your theory. Is there any spoilers from 6.2? Ye- yeah. <laughs> technically, Probably. yes. Probably. Te- technically, yes. <laughs> well, mostly I want to just warn whoever's listening to the stream first, if you care about spoilers for 6.2, because we are well past the spoiler free point. Uh, before you say anything, skip like so, thir- skip like a minute ahead. It's like it's a quick. There you go. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so the little the little uh, blue alien, uh, which I will now call PP 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 poo poo. Yeah, PP poo poo. <laughs> uh, was looking for a contact, right? Lost contact with the creature. It was like, hey, I lost contact with my person, and I can't find. I can't. I need to regain that contact. I think Greg was that contact. <laughs> I think because Greg travels in between into dimensions, and it would make like that would be the funniest thing, right? Greg's like, oh yeah, I forgot. I <laughs> so it all well, it, didn't. It would also explain like the green, like the why. Green yes, and that would also explain yeah. why. Yeah. So. Just just a thought. Could be, you know, could be, could not be. Don't know. Or, so. or it's not Greg. It's another Yojimbo situation. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't Cause Yojimbo was the replacement for Gilgamesh in 10. I don't know. I don't think they've replaced Gilgamesh any other time that I'm aware of. I mean, technically speaking, that does make it so that 10 does have ties to uh, Gilgamesh at the very end anyway now, since... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Great. <laughs> wrap that, wrap, wrap right. themselves around that real quick. Well, it just means Sin's gonna show up. <laughs> so. Oh, man, I'm waiting for that fight. I mean, I, this entire... Uh, you can't wait to fight a giant skin tag. <laughs> yeah, I want to fight a giant. I want to fight a giant. I mean, all, honestly, that'll bring uh, airships back into the mix as well. It's true. Talking about how irrelevant they are. Yeah. Skin tag oh, just, finally bring back the relevancy of two airships. 
I was just ecstatic. Last expansion, we got the weapon fights because I've been waiting them for for them for at least five years at this point. And now with this expansion, I'm getting the four fiends. Yeah, that's good. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I know there's some detractors that have said before, man, I don't like these references. Final Fantasy 14 should be its own game. It's a compilation. What do you want, man? <laughs> It is its own game, it's and that's why I can throw whatever it wants in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. including references because they haven't thrown Sephiroth in there, so it's like, it's like yeah, oh, Sephiroth I mean, is not showing up. From, so. No, he's not. He's not showing up. It's debatable if he's going to show up, considering they kind of shied away from bringing back. Uh, oh, what's her nuts from a Final Fantasy VIII? Since I didn't play that last fight of that one that, that she got replaced by Gaia in the last in the last uh, raid tier in Shadowbringers I'm sure someone oh, like um, who their name is what can I think of it uh, it's on the tip of my tongue what is it from it's on Eden Final Fantasy 8 villain oh yeah no, but uh, the witch have you talked about the witch the Ultimacia, there we yeah, go. Ultimacia, yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 took, it took me a minute to remember. Yeah, I like her. She, she got replaced by Gaia, basically. Yep. They yeah. took her music, they took her mechanics, and they just threw Gaia over and said, "Good, good." I'm expecting something <laughs> similar with Sephiroth. Like, we can't put the guy in there. Mm-hmm. Can't just put him in there. Let's bring some other dude in there and let him be Sephiroth. <laughs> what if we'll give him one wing, one big long sword, but not Sephiroth's name, Jeremy. <laughs> It was Greg all along. <laughs> <laughs> but what about Cloud? No. Uh, uh, thunder. <laughs> we'll upload it to the cloud. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, don't have to worry about Tifa. Um, we got Pugilist. Nimbus. We do. Yeah. No chili. Not that cloud. Still wish I had the other cloud. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm declaring the spoilers over now. Okay. Anyway, we were here for a purpose, weren't we, Peter? Maybe. I, honestly, I don't even know anyone. <laughs> we were talking about how Gilgamesh is actually an anamorph. Oh, you know what? That actually might be true. <laughs> can I can I get a one can I get one of us to do the anamorph thing where I just slowly transform into Gilgamesh? <laughs> no? What about if I turn to Anki dude? <laughs> just like slowly like slowly just slowly turn down into a tiny green chicken. She already had the uh the green hair at some point. Also true. points. Not now. Still. So uh, I was gonna say, <laughs> but yes, we we were here for many things. Uh, normally, we catch up. We talk about games we've been playing this week. Uh. <laughs> then we go on a tangent for twenty minutes. But, but we went on a long tangent about Final Fantasy fourteen CCP and Animorphs. So really, <laughs> uh, where do you want to jump in first? We have a live letter that happened today, and we have many of things to talk about the the Submarine Builders Discord. But, so like if there's one thing I know that I, about about what I could do is I could definitely derail situations to the point where I'm just the entire train wreck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that is Maelstrom Radio, the podcast. Yeah. There you go. If we do not have a tangent, it is not a show. 
or some chicken about that live letter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the train. Yeah, did you want to? Did you want to go into the live letter quick, or do you want to just skip it and go straight? <clears> there? No, let's go for let's go for the live letter. What they even do today? Right. Cool. Uh, so we have we know the patch six point three is coming in January. We already talked about the PvP that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a new tribal quest coming. Bunny. Bunny. Yep. Bunny. Bunny crafting. Bunny crafting. Uh, bunnies. The bunnies don't think we're friends yet. <laughs> do they? No, oh, no, no. We used to start a friendly. They've been leaving me on red for the last expansion. Yeah. <laughs> They're just really confused why I'm so tall. Yeah. They're like, we're not. You're not the people that showed up. <laughs> we didn't get a dance party. <laughs> we didn't. You just, yeah, leave, just, just leave that one yeah, hanging. No. no, no, just leave that one hanging. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I, so, I mean, this is, this is going to be a great opportunity to, for folks to jump in and finally get their uh, teeth when I'm crafting again. I think the content mm. starts at level 80 crafters, 80. if I remember correctly. It does. I, I, I know for a lot of folks, they... they <laughs> I know for my girlfriend specifically, what she ends up doing, she uses the Beast Tribe quest for any uh, particular uh, job that she does not like whatsoever. For instance, she hated doing Black Mage from 70 to 80 in the past, and she used the uh, fairy tribes in order to level Death Sucker up slowly Same. and painfully. So for the folks that don't like crafting, here, here's a tribe quest for you. Just do uh, some elaborate crafting. It takes like two button pushes. But that... Anybody think that the mount's gonna be a uh, giant carrot, like a robotic carrot that we like fly around and no. rock? No, you don't think rocket carrot? What do you think, tiny moon? No, tiny moon ship. You know, I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I'll take you up on that. I think it's gonna be a little cockpit rocket with the same animations as the little uh, JJ the jet plane that we got from Sigmascape. <laughs> I can see that. I was thinking some little like little rocket thing. Remember, the one thing that I hope that it has is that uh, what is it? Final Fantasy Four music that plays in. Oh yeah, in yeah, that yeah. Area? yeah, it does. The, the, the final, the tower like, music and the, the battle music yep, over there. Yeah, yep. yeah. I hope that it plays that. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Now, see, now I'll do this because the the Beast Tribe quester is super easy. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so I was like, let's see if Peter gets all of his crafting quest to ninety with a t- tribe quest. Aren't you that one that leveled all of his crafters up to eighty? No, I I did some of the work. I went to I did the crafting. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I did that during Heaven's Sword. I used the Moogle quest to go from fifty to sixty, and I uh, regretted that decision. But obstinate me, still did it anyway. Now I have way too many Moogle uh, tokens to spend. I guess I can get a lot of glass fibers out of it. That's a component for workshops. Yeah. Can you sell them? <laughs> yes, but they've been heavily deflated, so I've just been uh, sitting on the tokens. <laughs> Which is also going to be a lot of about what we talk about workshops, about how deflated everything is. <laughs> like the airships. Yeah. Uh, 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 yep. Man, yep re- that's how it went. They really leaned it in the submarines. They're just like, submarines? Well, like, what about the airships? Submarines. <laughs> I've been... I've been banging the drum every single expansion, every single halfway point patch. Like, this is the patch where they remember airships exist. Turn into a meme every single time, and I'm heckled for it every single time for that matter. <laughs> I mean, have they... Do they remember that submarines exist at this point? Yeah, they do. 
Did, 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 we still get we did actually get a new map very recently, but we'll cover that okay. during the submarine bit. But yeah, they yeah. do remember they exist, thankfully. They dealt they they developed for one but not the other. <laughs> I right. don't, I don't oh, get it. Oh, it's 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 leagues above what what, what they care about <laughs> here. You can tell there's a you'll you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Anyway. I would have thought it'd be leagues below. I, I feel like they're like, there's not many no. places to fly to, so why don't we just go underwater? There's like way more water. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought we'd get air. Uh, I thought we'd get spaceships at this point, but no, no, no. That's, that's not true. true. You say that, and now, and then watch. They're like submarines are gonna be forgotten. Now it's gonna be like the the you know, aeronautical. Yeah, you I know. mean, hey, if the OCP hears me griping enough on this podcast, and maybe in the submarine Discord, maybe they'd be like, maybe we should give them airships and uh, su- uh, and uh, spaceships at this point. Uh, Let's combine the airship and the submersible and into one like spaceship hybrid thing and send it off to the moon. So we got to, Sophia to coming back. <laughs> <laughs> trial. Yeah, yes. I I like Sophia. That was one of my favorite uh, trials. So that was my first extreme trial that I did on content way back in the day. I'm so sorry. Oh, why? <laughs> Sophia's fun. It made me good at backflips as Dragoon. You <laughs> yeah, otherwise, you take it. I mean, if you don't know how to like uh, position yourself, you use the backflip to. Uh, Oh crap! Your way out of that one, <laughs> Chili. I screwed up. We. Chili says this does mean that Zervon is next, and that's not good. <laughs> I used to main a bard, so I understand the we. Uh, skip sword disband. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then plus, I would think also they they mentioned that the the next ultimate is going to be dropping, but it's a secret. I think it's going to be the Warring Triad. I think a lot of people are like leaning into Omega, but I think if they want to get extra content out you know like oh the next ultimate would be like you would want to like hit up all your points right like let's do a warring uh, I, I think it still is a toss-up between whether it's gonna be warring triad or the um omega fight simply because they are currently shoving the um warring triad through the unreal trials at the moment you could per- perhaps say that yeah that they're, they're doing it as a warm-up to get ready for the ultimate i'm saying that they're probably going to want to stay away from having a duplicate fight one after the other. That would I mean, be my thought on. Didn't that. we get Ultima? Ultimate. We had Ultima, Ultima, Ultima Unreal way back well. in the day, and then Ultima Unreal came like mm, you know, came later, almost like a whole half expansion later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that 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 came out, uh, the Unreal came out after Ultimates were a thing at that point, so that was a new concept for them. And they're like, let's start with the first one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we ran over them. I mean, they theoretically. I mean, they could do something crazy and do like a oh. a, a one two point summons fight, right? Like just all the summons and like do oh, an ultimate and do like an ultimate. Well, if, we're, if we're still progressing through the expansions, instead of do it, if they're doing the warring triad, then could they do or not? That <clears throat> if they're not doing the warring triad next, mm-hmm. then what about doing the um, four lords? They could do oh, that too. We- we yeah. never got to see um uh horse shoot what's it called? The horse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what's it called? Kieran? I Kieran, yeah, we never got to see Kieran. Kieran. Yeah. Never got to see Kieran. I was just big oh, old like, mount we're too. gonna fight Kieran and then nope, 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 we're backing out of the store before we get to do that. We get to have lots and lots of Phoenix the entire time. By the way, how many Phoenixes has this game had so far? Like four? Something five? Like that. <laughs> well, a couple of them were also people. The Phoenix is a people. 
Jaren was just a generic manacore in Final Fantasy XI. Wait a minute. I, I, you know what? This is one hell of a callback, but does that mean Louis, Louis, Louis Swan was an animal? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, I, need, I, I, I need an artist sa- ASAP. <laughs> oh. Shit. Stikey's that makes that makes for you sailing out of work. Oh, I don't think there was any question about that. She straight up did the transformation in the on the screen. Yeah. She said she went full Sailor Moon on us, then got uh whopped by Ravana immediately after. That's my favorite cutscene, by the way. She turned, she's like, I'm all fine to whap. Yeah. <laughs> you got him, you sail. You got him. <laughs> did it. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> that really makes Heaven's Word the Animorph expansion. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. I mean, they part could. The- they, they could if they really wanted. <laughs> part two. I mean, if they really want to do like a weird ultimate, they could do like a Dune Sky like. Uh, nope. <laughs> Like they've, because those bosses were cool. Like I think all the like the end bosses were pretty neat. Like they were, but I feel like anyone who did like that whole raid series when it was current would have severe PTSD if it came back as an ultimate. I mean, Ozma Ultimate. Oh, oh, see, there's a lot. I mean, they already give p- people PTSD for Baldessian Arsenal. Oh no, my pixel ran over the edge. I'm dead and sucked out of the rain. Oh boy. You know, I, uh, that's the, I, I was already raiding his red mage at that point. I took his placement <laughs> off my bar. Imagine Ozma <laughs> Ultimate. No, no, no. They just do some other ultimate and like halfway through the fight, then Ozma just drops in, sucks everyone into a void to somewhere else. But it just keeps doing that every time and then wants to phase change. Uh, see, Chili did mention that. Uh, it's a spoiler for the old game, but Kefka was an Omega and he absorbed the triad. Now, what if Ozma showed up? You fought Ozma and then Ozma sucked everybody in and then you faced Kefka and Kefka absorbed the three triads and they became God Kefka? Kefka's Ultima now? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you could turn the phases then into just uh, the Sigma Scape fights. I'll, I'll, I'll work with that. I'll I mean, work with that. Oh my god. Turn just, just, just raw Sigma Scape the entire way through. Oh, that's my favorite tier. Come on, <laughs> Phantom Trade was just such a cinematic experience. It's like, it's like Turd Duck and Ultimate. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. I mean, wait, wasn't uh, the Ultima the same way? What, Ultima? Yeah. <clears throat> or not Ultima. What, what was the last one that we just did? No, I am thinking of Ultima because they had like there was like twelve different phases to it. Oh, so the last one they did was the um, they Heaven did Sword, uh, they, Dragon yeah. Song, uh, yeah, Prize, Dragon Song Reprise, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you ran through, you know, the 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 Knights Twelve and everything like that, and then ran through. It was it was an alternate timeline where you go through the first uh, chunk of it, re- repeating the steps you took, and then someone's like. But what if he didn't die and it turns back time? You start the whole fight all over again with LB3 and just try to see how this alternate universe goes. It doesn't end well. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but man, oh man, Alexander was right. We definitely had to watch Harshafad die. <laughs> 
Again and again and again. I I could see all times. (laughs) It all leads back. Listen, all we're saying is that Yoshi P and team wrote uh, the multiverse from Avengers for Marvel. It it was a very beautiful story. And it's amazing that they can cram all that into a one 15 minute fight. Yeah. Very good. (laughs) Uh, The new uh, part two of the Alliance raid is going to come out and uh, they showed a screenshot of a floating tree in a golden like like the windows xp uh field uh so there's that make that your background and maybe replace your starting music to be like the xp starting music and uh the new deep dungeon was announced for 6.35 eureka orthos uh and you need to get to floor 50 of palace of the dead complete ed walker and access it uh you have to be level one uh 81 or above to enter and uh the, some people chili believe uh that the entrance will be near the Crystal Tower. That's called Eureka Orthos. And uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I like I like a deep dungeon. They're fun. They're wacky. They're wacky good times. Uh, uh, going to the bottom or to the top are the ones always uh, uh, an amazing what, adventure. What if, a small group of people. What if we just start <laughs> going forward? Like, what if we just... Well, then you got to go backwards. Yeah, what if we also went backwards? <laughs> what if you could lose the floor? Then we uh, end up back in Eureka, or in uh, Alexander. Oh my god! What if they did like a negative floor mechanic? You can go up you and down. Trying to give me a eleven SPTSD over here. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What if it's like an elevator? Like, well, here, wait, wait. Let's let's go one away. Ortho, ortho is like teeth, right? Yeah. No. Yep. So what you're saying? <laughs> oh, so what you're saying? No. So what you're saying? It's the wa- great Wonkavator, right? You can go up, down, left, right, anywhere. <laughs> Any place. Not where I was going with it, but all right. All right, take me away, candy man. Uh <laughs> no, it turns out to get it to Eureka Orthos, you actually have to finish all of Eureka. Oh no. Well, no. the last floor of Eureka Orthos was actually about to see an arsenal. <laughs> I guess I'll never see Eureka Orthos. <laughs> uh the new the, the new arena we were to mention uh, the new custom delivery client it's a grass blob apparently an ill meh an ill meh <laughs> and uh, the new island sa- yeah new new island sanctuary stuffs uh, which like it's a light update it's not like a full like the second iteration like they're just adding some extra things uh, new treasure dungeon Elpis centric uh, it's the spinny one the spinny wheel so oh. I like the spinny wheel. Yeah, I, don't I do. Have to move. Yeah, uh, I don't have to push the control stick up to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just push A. <laughs> just push A. Uh, new leap of faith map, which no idea what where, we're, where we're going next with that. But and uh, six new housing wards and subdivisions. Honestly, great news. That's eighteen. That's eighteen hundred plots per uh, per ward or something. Hey, look, that's related to workshops. Yeah. <laughs> so. That is related to workshops. Every one of those could be an FC building with a workshop. (laughs) Yes. So let's get to that. What? So my first question. (laughs) (laughs) First question is Adamorphs, right? (laughs) First question. uh, Where do you land? How do you craft one of those cube things? The blue ones that glow? How do I get an animal? Uh, How do I become an animal? Why animal? Full crab. Crab mode. With the dun- with the the airship system and now the submarine system, <clears throat> it, the, the clearly the need was great, right? Like 
I, I've been on that. I'm in that Discord, and I, I've used it, and it, it made it so much easier to understand this. Gonna be honest, a little, a little bit of convoluted system. It's not straightforward as you think. It's not like, oh, hey, you can get this one piece and replace it, and you'll go, you'll do better. No, you, you all are like digging in deeper. Like, listen, you got to take this one piece and this other piece, and then get this other Wait, other you piece. Finish one piece. Yeah, <laughs> all 900 episodes and you will soon uh, like why <laughs> like <clears throat> what was like did did this start off as like in the intention of like we're going to make a, a, a discord for submarines or was it like hey I, I'm interested in submarines and maybe there should be like a place where we can like put all this information and then it just kind of grew from probably there. the latter and oh, okay because <laughs> right. I was here from the very beginning at least otherwise I would not be the co-admin at some point <laughs> So, it originally started with a thread on the official Final Fantasy XIV forums that nobody visits in the first place. Um, (laughs) Trying to figure out what the heck these airship and submarines were all about. They definitely started over on the Japanese side a heck of a lot sooner than the American side because, of course, they're on top of this before we are. (laughs) So, we started compiling data. I know that the original airship uh, uh, thread had the most amount of attention when airships originally came out. Airships when they came out, were such a big thing because workshops prior to that, I don't even know. I would have to ask a couple of my older friends to see what, what they had to say, but I think I, I think workshops just didn't really have much to do to begin with, or if they even existed. It was like the guild buffs, I think? They, probably they, at most. They, they probably did, had the ethereal wheels. <clears throat> you could build the ethereal wheels, and then you could build uh, the, the skins for the houses, too. Like, you could be like, you had access to build, like, specific walls that weren't purchasable like you could be like i'm gonna build the mock like the oh, the the uh there was the mock house the first one mock house like you do that <laughs> like right that's right. where that came from so right and you know they also had the idea that when the workshops come out there's gonna be one fc uh centric activity where we're gonna have like 10 people involved and shoving materials into the cooker and yeah turn to one person being the, at the workshop uh slave for that one <laughs> nobody wants to do workshops but uh, everyone likes the workshop stuff that comes out of it, especially the money. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I remember the, Susan sending me a message being like, hey, can you be a warm body in the workshop while I go and craft things? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, I mean, they, uh, that was... Don't even get me started on this one. You must have a complete party of four people to push stuff in the workshop. Yeah, cool. What are the other three going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Sit there AFK. <clears throat> They got rid of that. Although technically speaking, the vestiges of that particular requirement are still there. If you have mm-hmm. another person in the workshop with you while you're trying to push things through, it still tells you to s- stop. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to kick them out of the workshop at that point. Now it's an exclusive kind of thing. <laughs> Went from a team activity. Hey, look, we found the eye in team. I can't do it if you're looking. You gotta <laughs> <laughs> turn around and whistle. <laughs> I'll work as you whistle. That used to be a thing. And then they axed <laughs> it off the crafter list. Anywho. <laughs> so it started off as a thread in the airships. And then eventually submarines came out and it started off another thread in the in the official forums. Back then airships were a lot more interesting. You actually had to use airships to get to diadem at the time. They had like mm-hmm. two different iterations in heaven sort of load for diadem. The first one was just too hard. Nobody wanted to do it. And it was just didn't have anything in there worth worth a while. 
The second time around, it still didn't have anything. In <laughs> Except for a weird emergency mission where if you gather the, all your best oh, buddies in the yeah. zone and jumped in there together and tried to fight the boss and one person pulled wrong the entire <clears throat> The entire thing wiped it. You could just call it a wash. It was dumb. I, I remember they were like, "All right, that's going to be catch. Cool. You're going to get like leveled weapons, and they're going to be catch up. Like, but the stats are going to be random. Like, yep, okay. And then you get like, I got something. I was like, oh, this is a, all right, cool. I got a weapon. And then like the stats are terrible. I'm like, why would you do this? <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> no, idea. No, it gets even dumber than that. <laughs> that that particular raid in the middle that I was t- talking about. Mm-hmm. It, for one person in the raid, it'll drop a random purple piece of gear that is the same eye level as uh, uh, the Heavensward Relic Weapon Quest line. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? The animal. It's the same eye level as an animal weapon, so mm-hmm. higher than the raid weapon. Had a higher weapon damage than the raid weapon, but randomized stats on a random class to one person in the raid. Congrats, Black Mage. You just got yourself ninja gear. <laughs> I did it. With piety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would sound about right. <laughs> I stab you, heal. I stab you, heal. <laughs> it heals so good. <laughs> no, so obviously no one took it seriously. It, it just was one of those. I just I remember the thread knots that came out of that. They're like, you're hiding best and left behind. I'm like, guys, chill. It's like three months before Stormblood. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. These are my healing knives. <laughs> so, you had, so originally in, in, in Diadem 1.0, you had to go discover Diadem via the airships through a specific sector and then use airship with Mission Cerulean Full in order to take your party to Diadem to get the rewards there. They scrapped that idea at one point and said, no, we're going to take the airships over in Ishgard and use Mission Cerulean to get people to Diadem 2.0 instead. And then Diadem 3.0 came on, took away my Darksteel uh, farming spot. So th- thanks, Square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Square was like, "This is this is for F- this is FC content. Cool. Well, no, nobody, nobody wants nobody to be. Goes in, there. Yeah, nobody, nobody goes. <laughs> it's like, well, now it's open to everybody. Okay, now people are going. And it died. Yeah, because nobody does firmament either. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, there, pe- people do firmament. People do it for leveling, and then once they got one, they got they're they're out of there. No one's going back to Diamond to say, I want to be here because I want to be here. Pegasus. Well, I'm sure somebody is. Yeah. But they don't want to be there technically either. They just want the reward to get out. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I, I like Diadem 2.0 because I can go for Dark Steel nodes. I can go for Mithril, uh, Mithril uh, Ore. I can go for all kinds of stuff that just spawn there without a timer. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I, I remember when we had the airship and we could get there and we did it. Uh, even even like we did. I remember our little, small little FC rant did that the first time. We're like, we're, we did it. We got an airship. We could go, and we did it. Yep. And we went there, and we. I think I remember us doing the 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 emergency mission like at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we cleared it though, did we? Oh yeah, no, we did because I I remember getting a um, what what weapon did I? It wasn't. I I got it, ended up getting one for my dark. You actually, got a drop. I got a drop. Oh no, the stats were wow. terrible. No, they were just. I mean, gross. you got a drop. That's 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 still more than anyone else got in there. We got the achievement, and then that was it. Only one person gets that drop. Yeah, uh, and it, it was. You sad. got some rare. Yeah, <laughs> my garbage stick. <laughs> you could throw it up somewhere and say, "Look at this! Look at this cool thing I got! What is this garbage thing? You're never gonna get it. That's pretty good. Okay, cool. Yeah, ba- this was back when we were on our old server. So this was back when we were on. Uh, um. 
Oh no! Now we're now we're gonna try to remember, uh, started with. Uh... It's on Primal. Yep. It's where a lot of streamers are on Primal. Yep. Fan for it. Thank you. <laughs> That's the one. Oh boy, we're old. We're now in Ether on Fan Gilgamesh. Oh boy. <laughs> But great. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Isn't that the rate? Is that not the rating? The rating one. And that, and that the okay, yeah. Our, yeah. Ours over here in Primal would be Leviathan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we moved here because it was high population. Also, now it happens to happens to have a massive raid population and also a huge streamer population. So who knew? Right. Uh, Chili's yeah. Xaltros. Yeah. Th- thankfully, that kind of evened itself out once the data center travel became a lot more available. So we're good on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> So we also had to deal with thousand plus people queues at the beginning of expansions. So <laughs> I mean, I think that was every almost a lot of servers. So I, I think Gilgamesh was worse than most others, though, just because we have a really high population. Yeah, I mean, if you want the premium and uh, start of the expansion experience where you can't lock into anything, just wait for Lunar kind of come around again for a crystal data center. <laughs> I mean, that was us on Endwalker release, like. Yeah, two five o'clock in the morning, whenever it came out, sitting there waiting, getting those lovely eight thousand errors. <laughs> it's I'm, a, still, I'm still debating which one was worse: the Endwalker release or the Stormblood release for the for the actual uh, queues. I know Shadowbringers was smooth as butter. Shadowbringers Endwalker was, was worst for queues. Shadowbringers was worst for content. You had the three because there was a lot of early bugs had, in there. You, you you legitimately had the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit that were stopping people from getting through MSQ. You had Rawbod stop you for the first one, Pippin <laughs> stopping you for the second one, and then yep. if you, God forbid, you sat down on a bench somewhere while queuing into Susano, you came back out of it, you didn't have access to your character for a week <laughs> because of the animation lock as it kicks you into the water. <laughs> Father, son, and Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, that's what Stormwood was. Thanks, <laughs> Good memories, though. Glad we didn't have to repeat them. Uh, uh, I remember like that. I was so frustrated because I couldn't get through. I like I was like, I'm just gonna go to bed. I'll wake up early, and I, I will go and I woke up early, and they had fixed it. And then I stuck. I, I got stuck at Pippin. I was like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I, I got through Robon early in the morning, and I tried to like message you, but you weren't up at that point, or you were busy doing other things. And then I got through it. I managed to get through Pippin with no issues. And then you got stuck on Pippin again. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> some, someone should get that error that everyone got during Endwalker and print it out on a big signboard and bring it to FanFest, though. I, I kind of remember, like, typing to you at one point during that. Like, I, if, I, I swear, I will, I, will, I will put on the title, Rob Von's left arm and go beat the hell of this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, to get back to summer, <laughs> we're, we're gonna, you know, they're, they're going to be just as the forgotten as airships by the end of this. <laughs> so we got the spaceships coming. Right, well, they're about to, yeah. Uh, so you know, we you you created the Discord, you you collected all the data, and you're. Um, <laughs> Well, anyone cosplays a bunch of scrapes at FanFest, you know they will. That's not even a question. Uh, that's just a, the, like well, who, it's just who will who will do it. Uh, the it, it came together, and now your 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 the the submarine Discord is now has over seventeen thousand members, and you know they're. 
We did our research. I stopped counting at 4,000. I don't even know where to look at Discord anymore. 17,000 members. Uh, and so now, like, I wonder I keep getting angry PMs. They're, they're, <laughs> it's, not, it's not just even grown into like information for summaries. Now there's trading on there as well. People are going in and, and like doing fast back alley deals for items and, and to make gill. Mm-hmm. Um, there that is. That sounds sketchy. Yeah, it's just sketch to it. Uh, I'll kind of keep advertising it to is like, hey, if you don't want to like sit there and grind for camasite or uh, pure titanium ore or crypto Mary locks, just go ask someone. They're probably just getting it by the cartload on the, uh, from their submarines and they don't want it. And of course, as soon as you want something, they put a price tag on it. But <laughs> but people p- pay like that's the thing. It's not even like a like, hey, I'll give you all. They offer sometimes like, hey, I'll give you two million if you can give me like two or three. Like, it's not even like, hey. So it's not even like weird, like I, I'm holding the market upon. Like it's not like that where someone's no, like, no, I, there's no way. With so with with Soga on, uh, in the market, you'll never out out market Soga. That's so, the dude that has like like forty different FCs running submarines or something. You'll never out market oh. Soga. <laughs> He's like, there will be blood. He's like, I drink your milkshake. <laughs> well, he, he knows how to keep his nose out of the market for it because if he stays on Fight Club, he doesn't bother anybody. So. <laughs> anyway, I should get to that at some point. <laughs> so uh, with with all the growth that happened around the submarines, uh, it, it became like a, and we, we've mentioned that it was like a primarily like, you know, we said that was like one of the box features on Heavensward. And with the airships and they added submarines later on, um, it feels like something that they keep adding. But it, it feels also something like that has got like they like they keep adding content to it. But also it feels like it's gone to the wayside. Like <clears throat> it, it, it's there, but like no one like only people that care care. And like magically, like things just keep getting added to it. Like some someone yeah. one person there at Square Enix is like, I love submarines and <laughs> just keeps adding things to it. <laughs> Like the one poor sucker that has to keep adding stats to ver, uh, ver, ver minion for each minion that comes out, but you know you got to do your job somewhere. Hey, intern! No, I got a balance for minion for this random. <laughs> I, I don't know shoe bill that just came. Out. <laughs> anyway. No, they just—they gave up on the balance for it. Yeah, there was a reason for them to slowly step away from wanting to throw too much market uh, share into submarines and airships. At the very beginning, when airships came out, end all be all was to get to sector twenty four in the in, in the first map, the only map for airships, because it had the mm-hmm. zoo mount behind that. That was the last time that Square Enix gave us a mount for airships <laughs> and submarines. I learned the lesson after that one. I mean, it was highly sought after. It held profitability for a very long mm-hmm. time people figured out how to farm and then they grounded into the ground um then we moved on to submarines it was slow mm-hmm. cooking for the first particular map it, i would say right around halfway through the first map is when prism fire came around and uh asked if we wanted to open up a discord just so we can actually compile all the data off the threads because if there's one thing that forum treading is for research is it's slow it's incredibly slow. You can't rapidly exchange ideas through posts very quickly unless someone happens to be up mm-hmm. at the same hour as you are at four in the morning trying to say, hey, I think I found a fit that kind of works. <laughs> Wanted to put some science behind this thing. Mm-hmm. And we had a whole bunch of collaborators join us into the submarine discord afterwards. And 
increased the knowledge base to the point where we eclipsed the Japanese uh, community <laughs> with, with our knowledge, which was amazing. And actually, we had Pepper from, from from our submersible community go over to the Japanese side and grab all their data, too. So now we have that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yoink. <laughs> the old yoink. <laughs> the old yoink. I mean, hey, if they can read English, which most of them do, they're getting pretty good uh, details over from the submersible Discord, and we don't hide anything. I, as as a joke, I, at one point I was saying, "This Fight Club, it's a secret to everybody. Don't tell anyone about this, but it's about the worst kept secret because I'm the biggest blabbermouth about it." <laughs> guys like Fight Club? <laughs> guys like fighting? Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about that for just a second. There are three different ideas when it comes to building submarines. Mm-hmm. This is Endgame. Uh, discussion first of all when it comes to submarines most people would assume get yourself a submarine that's relatively quick and grabs all the rare and expensive stuff at the end of the last map or whatever you have a high surveillance stat you have high speed low drag and you get yourself into the last uh, sectors and grab whatever's there and come back with it we call that an exploration fit and it works for the most part but if there's one thing i know about the submersible community or even the player base at large Mm -hmm. is that they farm everything to to the dust until it's right. worth nothing anymore. So, yeah, it's going to be very expensive to begin with, and you have to take a look at the calculations, say this is how long it's going to take, and this is my chances of actually getting the item. And that actually brings me back to why they stopped bringing out the expensive stuff at one point. Uh, when they had airship mounts at that point, it was ground to dust. So they tried again on the, first, on the second map where they brought out an expensive minion called the Meerkat. Mm-hmm. America had a 9% or less drop rate. I think uh, one of our uh, submersible friends actually did the math on it. Um, I don't want to. It was Auric, I believe, just to, just to remind myself who that was. Uh, she, at the time, figured out that the chances of actually getting a meerkat was like less than 9%, and uh, sending it out there repeatedly is a lot of time and effort to do so. But we did. First one dropped for me, funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I heard a lot of people nice. tell me, put it up for 50 mil, put it up for 40 mil, put it up for 20 mil. Someone actually bought it, and it kind of defined the market afterwards. Whoever's the first on the market board defines the market board afterwards because you have some sort of listing that's sold at that point, and it goes downhill from there. Right. And Square Enix did see that, saw how much, uh, how much money this was pulling in at one point. And saw how fast this thing shot straight down. Because everyone was farming it. And they do generally want to see expensive items go down in value because they want the player base to have access to it. But they also know they need to make it lucrative for people to be, do, to be doing submarines. So they also tried to mess with the drop rates later on. So Mirkat mm-hmm. was a more extreme example. They came out with a couple other minions later on that were, one, uglier. Downright uglier. And two, they had like a 20 or 40% drop rate, so everybody was getting them. And they no longer were dropping at 40 million or 20 million gil on the market board. They were more like something reasonable, like 500,000, 400,000, 200,000, all the way until zero. <laughs> they didn't want people to be priced out of the market anymore, but it also kind of made submarines no longer as lucrative than before. Except we kind of turned the submarine market on its head for a while. This is again, before fight club. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. I swear (laughs) I'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) 
it turns out we adopted the idea of following something similar that the fishing community did. <laughs> How do you make money with fishing? You sell to people who think there's money in fishing. <laughs> you sell them leave fish. You sell them quest fish. That's where the money for fishing is. I don't know how or why, but the beginning of Heaven's Word, or Heaven's Word, and Walker, I'm a fisher. So while I was waiting for other people to do things uh, and catch up, I just took my fisher and I started fishing the very basic stuff right in the middle of Old Charlian. Just just throwing out my line, like the worst bait ever and catch. I threw all that stuff on the market board and it was selling for stupid amounts of money. Mm-hmm. The stuff that now sells for like 20 to 80 gil a piece was selling for like thousands or tens of thousands. And it must each. have been a component in something. It's the kind of thing we got to know one step back and one step forward of what you're selling in any sort of market situation. It had to be a component. My girlfriend was... Uh, it's so weird. But they were easy fish to catch. Yeah. It, the weirdest things on the market board sell for high gill. Hell, you, yeah. can, you can jump on the market board right now and look at different material grades and find one that's selling above its... Uh, so, sorry, sorry, oh. below it's a retainer selling cost of 90 gil. If you see one's sitting yeah. here for 10 gil and 99 sex, snatch that up and just dump it out of your retainer quick. <laughs> Sell it at market uh, retainer yeah. value. No, weird, weird stuff on market boards spike up for whatever weird reason or because someone's <laughs> price manipulating. For instance, nobody should be in the gold ingot market right now. Then we get this through Fight Club as trash drops. But every once in a while, I see someone come sweeping through and turning up to turn it up to eight hundred. Uh, sorry, yeah, eight hundred gil per item, and all of a sudden my stacks are selling for way above what they're supposed to be worth. I'm like, oh, somebody's price manipulating today. So sure, <laughs> they're trash. They it's mind. all trash. <laughs> Thank you for buying my garbage. Exactly. We actually have a meme in the submersible Discord. Every time the member brings back treasure, like, oh, I brought you jewels, master. I didn't want jewels. They don't want this. Give <laughs> me the fluffy minion. Um, or the wood. <laughs> so exploration fits at the end of the day. Go for the expensive stuff at the end of the map. But they are the first things that also hit zero in value because everybody in the casual markets and uh, the folks that who don't know what they're doing, that's what they're going for, which is fine. I mean, that's how you make money. That's how you make money. The next uh, fit that we usually run is a farming fit for camasite, uh, pure titanium ore, and cryptomeria logs. Those are items used for crafting higher tier gear uh for your submarines in particular mm-hmm. that's also what you see in the trading hub as well besides the uh uh what's what's it called the workshop materials for discovering new crafts and whatnot so you can get those items you can sell that on the market board or you can take it to the trade channels those have fluctuating prices and they tend to spike around times when the submersible uh content actually uh, refreshes and you get new fits and new locations to go to. Everyone remembers, oh yeah, submarines are a thing, and they have to buy canvasite and PTO and crypto from us and make it. And we've been stockpiling for an entire expansion. <laughs> <laughs> so those are That's the farming right. fits for that. And the last fit, which is the easiest one to get into at this point, is Fight Club. And I've been alluding to it this entire time. Finally. Fight Club <laughs> is the idea that you have no interest in ever being on the market board ever. You just sell straight to any random NPC the entire loot <laughs> list that you get off of uh, Fight Club mm-hmm. because you are collecting what is called uh, salvaged accessories. You can get um, extravagant. You can get uh, 
what's it called? <laughs> there's, there, there's like a silver tier and a gold tier for each of these things. And they drop off of five specific areas on the first map. On the first map for submarines. You, the, the very first thing you unlock and the very first map you complete has all the money on it. Susan in chat, that's what I do. <laughs> yep. And it's also the easiest to get into. At this point, because our submarines are, rank, are ranked from between 90 to 100, recently 100, mm-hmm. the only fittings that you need to run Fight Club on a 24-hour cycle, you just log in, collect money, and leave, is the basic three shark components from the beginning, the, uh, the, uh, the bow, the stern, and the, uh, and, the, and the hull. Those are the basic shark components. The only one you have to swap out is the bridge. And you use that with a Koala Camp piece. You only ever build one extra piece after the base set and go to rank 100 and just level up your things, unlock all the maps, don't care, just keep going to rank 100 and you go back and do the 24-hour cycle round and you make yourself 400 to 500,000 gil every single day. Huh. For one that explains FC. why Susan has so much money. Yeah. Yep. Susan's like, I do that. Sell the sell them for myself and give some guilt to the FC. Alright. Yep. That's why she just dropped 10 million like it was nothing the other day. It's okay. It's fine. I know well now it's fine. She just, she gives me money, so it's okay. Like I'm okay with this. I mean, there's definitely crafters out there that'll say, I log on, I do my two hours of going into the market board, grabbing materials, crafting stuff and putting it right back up. It only takes me two hours to get that done. And they make oodles of cash doing that. I call that actively making gill, though. You are sitting there <laughs> doing two hours of work actively making gill. And you could definitely say that I have a startup cost of sitting there for like four months and waiting for these things to level up. Sure. What was I doing for those four months anyway, though? For the startup cost of having basically four, four subs built, I think it's like four or five mil roughly. And after four months, you're making gill by logging in, pushing two buttons, and then leaving again. And your costs are recuperated within a week. Yeah, about two. I would say two weeks at worst. If you know yeah. what you're doing, you're you're doing pretty good with that anyway. You're keeping costs down to begin with. And you can explore the entire submarine maps, all four of them, which is a basic shark fit. There are ways of increasing the speed on that. You can put an Unkoi piece here or there on there. And on the submersible Discord, we do have recommendations. If you really want to speed things up, you can replace like one piece here or there. Pepper's uh, TLDR uh, guide does a really good job of telling you what pieces are great for that. But at the end of the day, if you're going for a basic Fight Club fit and you don't mind logging in every single day like you do for the Island Sanctuary to get your money, <laughs> then that's the way to go. You just make yourself your basic shark fit and add a Coella Kent piece at the end of it. Wait to rank 100 and then do the 24-hour round. You're good. So <clears throat> I do have a question. Mm-hmm. I know there's like, I guess rumor or at least maybe it was said at some point during a live letter or somebody asked about it. Like, I know people want submarines, like people like not FC people want access to be able to do submarines on their own without being in an FC. How do you think that will change things going forward? Do you think? That one. I went on a rant about this at one point. <laughs> Perfect. And a good rant where I want where I want this content to be available to everybody. I'm an altruist. I like seeing things, having everyone ex- accessing this kind of content because at the end of the day, FC workshop activities, especially submarines, are top down income. 
Mm-hmm. If you are in, an, in in a fairly large FC of like a hundred people, you're never seeing a submarine. That's just not ha- going to happen because that's how basic hi- uh, hierarchy structure works in mo- in most of uh, free companies or any guild in any sort of MMO. Is that whatever resource a free company or a guild or whatnot has, it gets handled by leadership or whatever managerial staff is that is there to begin with. That's why when I'm working the workshops and I'm actually pulling in three workshops worth of gill off of these uh, submarines. I'm handing out 500 million, uh, sorry, 500,000 gill to each FC member every single month as an allowance because I want to make sure that they're doing good. Anywho, how I feel about having access for everyone for submarines is this. First of all, I, I hate the idea that workshops are locked behind a plot. Now, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. The idea of having a workshop locked behind a plot might be a – you can make an argument and say that that would prevent bots from creating submarines to begin with. But bots are kind of a run-and-die kind of situation. They're going to go and get their money, kind of smash and grab and get out again after a ban. So they're likely not interested in sitting there for four months trying to grind up submarine stuff to begin with. So I don't think that argument holds water anymore. I think FC should have the – have access to a workshop regardless of whether they are affluent enough to actually have a plot purchased on a server. Thankfully, we do have a server uh, uh, housing expansion coming up, so there's going to be a lot more access for FCs and private members to actually get a workshop access again. I also heard from Yoshi P that he was considering to add workshops to private estates at some point, which would be very nice for people because I would say more than half of the uh, housing stuff out there. there. There's more personal housing than there is uh, free company housing at the moment. And then I like to talk about the Fermi paradox of workshops. Uh-huh. Think about it for a second. How many layers of crap do you have to get through to get to the point where you're running an efficient fight club submarine in your FC? One, you have to have an FC. So you have enough, to have enough people that want to hang out with you. Two, you have to have a plot. <laughs> Yep. Three, you have to remember that workshops exist to pony up to 50, uh, 500,000 gil to, to, to even open one. Mm-hmm. Four, after that, you okay. have to remember that submarines are even a thing. So you have to go through the process of actually figuring out how to unlock submarines. You have to go get yourself your diving credits in order to do that. You have to figure out what the mammoths are doing. Five, you have to actually build the components at that point. It doesn't come free for you. It's kind of like building a retainer from the, uh, from, from the ground up. We can rebuild them. We have the technologies. You're going to have to remember, you actually have to build the sucker. Six, you got to send them out. <laughs> you got to do it every single day for four months. Mm-hmm. Seven, you have to find the, the submarine discord. <laughs> yep, it's bad. And eight, then you have to figure out what the joke is with Fight Club. But sure, every single one of those steps, the more convoluted you make a particular aspect of the game, the less player adoption you see in Mm -hmm. a particular mechanic. I saw estimates a long time ago for how many workshops are out there. Uh, There there was someone saying that 50% of single uh, player FCs might have a workshop and it might be running submarines at that point. And you know darn well that there's like all these other FCs out there that are running nightclubs and whatnot. They don't even know how to spell submarines at this point. <laughs> so they're not running it out of that. Casual players are barely looking in the submarines. They heard it from at one point. Let's make airships. And they usually get stuck in the airship trap. 
which is funny because I still get people in my airship uh, channels on my submarine Discord saying, how do I make an efficient airship thing? You don't, you go to subs. <laughs> there are ways to make money in airships. By the way, there's fine alumen. You can still try to run the uh, zoom mounts at the end of it. but And there's also dust club there at the underside of it. But there's no really good way to route it where you're making more money than submarines at the end of the day. You're at the whims of the market board. If someone else catches one that you're farming fine element, they're going to ruin your market. <laughs> I know there is some dude out there who's still sitting on 999 zoom mounts. That's just waiting for the day that the price shoots back up so he can break it back down again. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Might have been good like last year when we had that massive influx of people. And then after that, you got to wait for the next one. That person checks the market every day and looks at their inventory and is like, look at all those chickens. <laughs> I'm going to ruin this man's whole career is what he's thinking every <laughs> single day. <laughs> so, so other than uh, the, the, you know, the, the workshops coming in to, for single homeowners and, and non FC people, what, what do you want to see next? Like what is like, cause I feel like, like we said earlier, like we kind of joked, but it is kind of true. Like, it almost feels like like some like new new like you know an intern or something like that like gives gets kind of handed the submarine stuff and like yes stuff gets added to it and and it's interesting but it's not like as complex or as like do you think they're going to add something new as they continue on like spaceship travel I, or do you, I mean what what would you want to see come out of it I want to see land travel but I don't want to see it tied to workshops trains <laughs> yeah <laughs> or out of those or, get suplexed oh. How many people actually like sitting there looking at a list under retainers to send it out to level ranges and say, yes, this is good content. Let me just click items on my list to do that. I mean, technically speaking, submarines and airships are also just glorified uh, retainers, which is with bulkier hulls. Honestly, that's just the perfected form. Get used to it. Um, uh, finally. I know who would be interested in this. All of the really upset Eve players who may be coming over. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I you're looking saying, at one of them. Are you saying my retainers need a butt slider so they have bigger trunks? There you go. I mean, honestly, if they're not if they're not fully uh, three-ton hole sizes retainers, get, get out of here. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I would rather see the retainer system overhaul to the point where we are doing map exploration with retainers as well. Mm. The interface for the submarine and the airship stuff is really nice, to be honest. I wish people got to enjoy it a little bit more. I think it's a little <laughs> bit more intuitive to like plan out your routes and make it look like you're you know, figuring out the time scales for how fast your retainer is. Maybe you can actually work on stats and gear to show them, like, if it's, like, a weapon speed or, a, or, or how much endurance they have. They can go to a certain distance and pick up certain gear and whatnot. I would like to see maps for retainers so that everyday people who will never see airships or submarines because they are not uh, the higher echelons of their chosen FC get to experience this kind of system on a player-to-player -player basis for the retainers as well. That's what I want to see. And it, for the matter of the FCs that don't have access to airships and submarines because they can't afford a plot, I want to see the workshops available to them in apartments or not even tied to an apartment in some other neutral area where they can work on workshops as a communal workshop or something. And they, they can lure it the way, however the way they want. That's what I would like to see. I would like to see it in such a way where like if someone does have a plot there, they have access to the workshop and maybe they don't have access to like 
three ships, right? Like I would still like to see like FCs get like there's like a balance between what an FC gets and what a single person gets because I there's always that like what's the point of an FC? You know, like oh I have friends and so I did, but then like we start to stray f- further away from like the need of like guilds and FCs and stuff like like that in the in MMO where it's like you want to promote like you can't say it's an MMO. It's like massively multiplayer online. It's like massively single player online. <laughs> like we had like. It, maybe giving them one ship, right? Like give you get one submarine versus the FC, which gets four. Like you can have four, and it's like you can still do it, but you get one, you get less of it. So it's still like it's same with like apartments. Apartments would like oh, you can unlock the the access to it via the same that you buy the workshop, you get access to the workshop via your apartment, but you still only get one airship and one submarine, or I think two submarines versus. <laughs> I think Square Enix has its work cut out for itself in order to make. Uh, free companies by and of itself viable again as things to consider simply because at the moment free companies basically stay there for fc buffs an extra fc channel to speak in and a guild tag effectively speaking you get a guild chest which is just an extended version of an inventory system i wish we would have more wallets uh, to uh, to create gill gil, gil, um, allocations with if we have managers that want to hand out gill allowances or something like that. I'd love to just stick 30 million gill into an FC chest and say, here, uh, this gets allocated per person into a specific wall and have it uh, divvied up. This is the side of me talking, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but it's also not necessarily necessary for this game because it, we're not playing, we're not paying reimbursements. The bit I want to want to see though is how do you get more content? Now the, what I'm asking is how, what what do you get? How do you get more content into free companies for a system that doesn't really support free companies at the moment as right. something that's important? I mean, in any other MMO, using your free company to self recruit into raid parties, basically, you create free companies in order to raid with at that point. But we have no need of that here. We create raid com- we, we create raid groups with our friends in other free companies or in other discords. We have different ways of actually getting together nowadays. This isn't 2005 anymore. <laughs> and we've talked about this a bit before, but like there's a lot of other games that do the free company guild idea much better. Like even down to like, Guild Wars 2 or ESO, where you basically, they are glorified chat channels. Like you join it. Cool. <laughs> like it's, it's it, you can join multiple of them to the point. Like it's just, it's more of a community even, aspect. It's not tied to necessarily like your housing, your, uh, well, it's kind of tied to your housing, but like, I mean, you don't have to do time, it to access parts of the game. A free company is used for, or a guild for that matter, is used for a type of conquest. I mean, look yeah. at Eve, look at, uh, I don't know if Guild Wars 2 has it, but I know that Elder Scrolls has it. Mm-hmm. They're using their guilds to basically claim territory and defend it under that particular banner. We don't have that in Final Fantasy. We're not right. sitting there yeah. raiding some other mist subdivision unless you're just doing it for a rave party, which is hilarious <laughs> in its own right. <laughs> I remember when they used to talk about doing guild versus guild stuff or FC versus FC stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Yep. I don't see the developers having an appetite to cause guild v. guild content yeah. to happen, which also kind of cuts away an avenue for them to have uh, guild content to begin with. They attempted to do FC content with the airship thing, like I spoke about before, where they mm-hmm. created Diadem, you had to travel there with the FC airship, and 
you would create a party, had to walk into that specific FC's workshop and then go there from there until they said, no, that's stupid. Let's go to Ishgar and do this instead. So they axed that pretty darn quick because they didn't want, they didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. So how do you make FC's relevant at that point besides just having a sticker next to your name and having FC buffs at that point? And my argument might be maybe they're just not relevant to begin with. <laughs> not in this game, at least. And that's well, at least nothing fine. more than exactly what you said, like a, a chat channel and a tag. Yeah. It's just sad. But it, it, it is sad. It's also different than what the norm is from other MMOs. Yeah. And I would argue right. that they could make up with it by doing content that are group-related elsewhere. And I've said before, for people who come and go out of my FC, an FC tag is just a tag in this game. It doesn't mean anything. The only thing that really happens, is, whether in the FC or not, is the ability to make a free company room. And no, it's not going to get destroyed, besides an apartment. <laughs> <More access. laughs> that, the, the apartment's even more safe than that. <laughs> I, like, and even with that, like we say that it is just a chat channel or a tag, but or the buffs too. Like, but that's not even necessarily relevant as much with uh, world travel now, because when you go to another world, you're now just wanderer. And you don't get access to the buffs. Exactly. So... You know, I, did, I did a, uh, I, I did an audit mm-hmm. on the on the FC buffs a while ago. Did you know the XP buff only applies to boss kills in dungeons and yep. to overworld mobs? It does not affect yep. the experience you get from the roulettes themselves. Yep. The only people who are actually benefiting from the FC buffs are the people who are grinding dungeons outside of a roulette. When I looked at that and I thought to myself, is this actually benefiting my entire FC? I said no. So I implemented the teleportation fees buff because mm-hmm. everybody has to teleport. <laughs> and funnily enough, we actually held a vote on this. And the buff that won out for the second slot is either a toss-up between MGP buffs because they just want to go to the gold saucer, which <laughs> is, that's always gonna that's always gonna be up because for the um, yeah. The, the the make it rain campaign. Oh yeah, yeah. make it rain or always there. Repair costs, reducing mm-hmm. the amount of repairs needed over time because that effectively reduces how much you spend on repairs to begin mm-hmm. with. That's also Gil. XP buff. When someone asked me the other day, why don't we have an XP buff? Every other FP, FC has an XP buff. I said because you can get FC buffs from your free company on a person to person basis, and they run for three hours. Yeah. I like. I think we've we moved away from that constantly doing XP buffs as well. I, I think they're very valuable for leveling periods. So if you have a very newbie heavy, like new player heavy FC or blue mage, yeah. But like, if you have people that are basically trying to level classes, it's very useful because they are leveling through dungeons. They're playing the story. They're doing all that. Like that would be very helpful for them. So like if you're you're catering to new players. It makes sense. Or like the first few weeks of an expansion launch when you're trying to get those last levels and go through the story. Like exactly. Those are the two scenarios where I think it would be useful. Outside of that, adventuring experience is not terribly useful. Crafting and gathering is useful, but only if you're actively doing those that day. And I will also say this for the new folks that are actually coming through the expansion, uh, coming into MSQ for the first time mid-expansion, so they're not coming mm-hmm. in during the first bulk of it. <laughs> Even if the FC buff is not up, Yoshi P and the developers have done an extremely good job. And I've oh, tested yeah. this myself at divvying out XP for MSQ 
by the boatload. I hit the level 15 quest from the very tutorial. I was already 22. <laughs> yep. I was so overleveled. No, you don't run out of XP, and having the XP buff from the FC on top of it, it was almost kind of pennies on the dollar at that point. <laughs> they were, and then the funny thing ask. is, if you're, if you're a newbie and you don't have any guilt to your name, that teleportation fee reduction is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you just need the tickets. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, and if you're starting on a fresh start server, like Chile was on Dynamis there, and like, oh yeah, it was almost forty before you got to the first actual dungeon. Dungeon, yeah, because they gave it all those those all those new worlds, uh, uh, the, double that, XP, that, or... that new XP boost that you get for like a new server, and it was a uh... boy, <laughs> that's generous. <laughs> well, on top oh, yeah. of your feather, on top of your ring, on top of your earring, your earring, yep. <laughs> you got three XP buffs items right there, mm-hmm. plus the server buffs, food buffs, food buffs, food buffs. It's like it all adds up. Still a thing. So my girlfriend, <laughs> she her, her in-game name is Early Matora. She runs a venue over on Balmung uh, mm-hmm. with with the group called Burzum. Uh, she's going to be opening up a venue fairly soon, within the next next month or so. But she was requesting that. Uh, she would have a couple FC members come in and make some more rooms because she wants to have more private rooms to do stuff and that are like that are like themed and whatnot. She's got a jungle mm-hmm. room. She's got a um, she's got a bar in there and you know, all kinds of stuff. So I had a Balmung character from back in Heavensward because I wanted to go visit someone at one point and say hi to them. And I was like, mm-hmm. fine, I'll go sit down and actually grind this out. I looked at my character. I thought to myself, "Gosh darn it! I am sitting here on Paladin. I don't want to play Paladin. I'm gonna have to play this story through Paladin. Get to Sestasha, still on Paladin. Get to the the next dungeon. It's uh, Tamtara, mm-hmm. still on Paladin. And I thought to myself, "No, I'm done with this. I swapped over to Marauder. My Paladin oh, story yeah, 22 one. because I'm over leveled at that point. And Marauder was leveled up to do Copper Bell, still a 15 dungeon." Within two hours of sitting yep. there, just ran, ran, running the random fade, doing a hunt log, and uh, doing a couple extra MSQ quests that I happen to level into. The point is, is that there's so much XP that the damn game throws at you. You don't mm-hmm. know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you no get your armory bonus anyway. for the second one? Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent extra bonus. Oh man! So you get to eighty, then that sucks. <laughs> Berries. We've we've learned that submarine. We've we've learned we've man. We went on a journey. We hit anamorphs, <laughs> <laughs> crabs. We, we we crabs. It all has to come back to crab at some point. Crab yes, it does. Uh, Waiting for my crab holes for submarines. Uh, crab holes submarines. Louis Swall. There's a show title name. Back to anamorphs with Louis Swall. Submarines. I guess you could technically say that, you know, since I'm an e- a former Eve player, crabbing was in my nature to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. Always crabbing. Always be crabbing. Also, always be cra- hashtag crabbing. ABC, A-B- always be crabbing. <laughs> the, uh, uh, one last thing, uh, you know, outside of FC's, uh, it, in a perfect world, in the next expansion, 
what truly what do you where where do you want to see uh if if it's submarine still if it's trains i know you said that land travel with like a like a person maybe one of the um oh what are they called the the people in uh gleaners the, the gleaners would be a good system oh there you go Gleaner system for retainers that would be good oh i like that I like that's that. what I was going to say is I like redoing the retainers, I think would be too much, but making a retainer like system using this, using the systems that they built for submarines and airships, but doing it through the gleaners. So it's not tied to an FC would allow you to send people out on those sorts of missions. Like you were talking about. That would not be bad. I would be for that. <laughs> and like Susan said, Aaronville would be the NPC that we have to do, deal with to unlock everything and do it all. So, yeah. yep. Yeah, I, I outfitted them with a shark hole. <laughs> Go. <laughs> like a mech suit you just set them out. <laughs> I mean, I, I would absolutely not be opposed to seeing them just take the submarine system and copy-pasting it into a gleaner system. If they yeah. want to go with that wrong thing, go for it. If they want to add something on top of it, that's fine as well. I just think that uh, the retainer system at the moment is definitely a product of 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It was definitely dated. Yeah. And they can make money off of it. So they're just like, <laughs> that's for the storage space, though, not the retainer system so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give them this. At least we don't have to park the retainers in the city states to sell stuff anymore. <laughs> You st- bring you, back the bazaar. You live. You live here now. <laughs> this is where you live. You live here now. It caused draw distances to go to five inches. <laughs> you melt graphics cards. Was, Congratulations. Now instead of being in the city states, though, now they're all in the FC houses and dressed in various states of dress. Mm-hmm. Dressed in various states of my last expansion's outfit. Yeah. <laughs> You get my yeah. hand me downs. Yeah. Look at you. Look at what I used to wear. Neat. <laughs> if you want to go full full nepotism, just uh use your same character uh save, save data on the retainer. Just be like, <laughs> is that me in there mm-hmm. looking at me? Lucky me. That is a Barbie reference. I don't think anyone's gonna get that wrong. <laughs> Right, I was just thinking person. though, you could get two retainers that look identical, put them on either side of like one of those windows. You get in some of the bigger FC houses, and it could be like a mirror, like two cats, <laughs> like a cat fighting itself in a mirror, like just like batting at it, like that's called Wu Tang shadow boxing. Yeah, and we know Wu Tang Clan. It's waiting for you to say something. Well, baited. And on that note, good old Dirt McGurk. All right, well, let's get no? oh, All right. if you guys learned something about submarines today, it's just a money hole at the moment. <laughs> and I'm expecting them to eventually come down and say, we should probably balance this a little bit. In fact, we've been saying this for the last two expansions, but still, it's still farm o'clock, so. <laughs> it doesn't need balancing. It just needs new stuff. Give us more things. Make it more unbalanced. What's it going to do? No one does submarines. Like I said, the Fermi, the Fermi paradox of filters in place for people to actually do submarine content. If it had more exposure, if people, every single FC in the, in the entire game would start running submarines, I think Yoshi P would address it. But in the last time he addressed income levels that were coming in from submarines, he said, it's fine. Yeah. He hand-waved, mm. it's fine. 
We got other problems to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> I think the the really key thing here that you mentioned a lot is that it needs to be a lot more accessible for people to do it. Like I know fishing is a really good example. Fishing is really easy. It's really accessible to a lot of people. It's not hard to pick up, but it's not something that a lot of people did. And then at least in the last six months or so, especially with the like the Aerosia Aquarium opening and all that, there's been a huge surge of people who are getting really interested in fishing. And it doesn't take anything more than that knowledge of, hey, there's really cool things you can do with fishing. We have ocean fishing and big fish and all sorts of fancy things. And it's really not that hard if you know what you're doing. I will say but this it's really an, accessible. I will say this for now, analogy for submarines. The knowledge behind submarines and how to make good money on submarines is the equivalent of jumping into Eureka and trying to get to Hydados. Mm-hmm. It's, it's painful. Either, you either do it like that, where you think to yourself, I'm going to sit through this and actually get this, and it's all going to pay off once I finally get to Baudessian Arsenal and get to ride out on my, uh, on my sphere. Or you make it to the content similar to d- doing a deep dungeon where everyone can jump in at a certain level and understand what's going on, do 10 floors of it, and get a payoff at the end of it. Yeah. So bite size, not convoluted between, behind 70 different pages of uh, uh, how, how do I even press buttons at this point. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Submarines, yeah. if you actually read through it, is pretty simple. But when you jump into it, it's so daunting. It takes four months to do anything. Yeah, it's right. It's a time. It downright time. sucks, but it's it's yeah. it makes money. It, it it just needs to be more available to people to do. I want it to be similar to Island Sanctuary and accessibility. To, right. Although technically, don't hide it behind the ninety level content. Come on, now let everyone have an, an island. Lower to ten ten level, please, or something. That'll happen eventually. <laughs> Actually, no, we can't have, we can't have that. Because yeah, somebody was be like, new adventure, you need rest. They're like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, that I, I, I think the Island Sanctuary being hidden behind a 90 quest is a little silly. I think it's at least so Firmament, funny. At least Firmament was available after Heaven's War, but goodness gracious, before Tatru walks up on your door and knocks and says, hey, one island, you got to save the world first. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's a free island, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask for much, but hey, I got a free island. But then also they're like, uh, also, it's not done. You got to do everything here, too. Like, ah! <laughs> Come on. I don't get a freebie? No. All right. Well, free island. It could have been worse. It could have been a crypto island. So true. <laughs> could, could it says that's not what we're mining. <laughs> <laughs> we're never told us why they decided to give an island sanctuary to everyone. My mammoths are d- digging up Dogecoin. <laughs> What is this, a Ethereum? Oh. Oh. <laughs> what the hell is a Bitcoin? What the hell is a Moogle coin? <laughs> Mo- oh, no, don't give him ideas. <laughs> Do not give him ideas of Moogle coin. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, no. It's not even going to be Moogle coin. It's going to be Namazu coin. Oh, uh, yeah, it would be Namazu coin. <laughs> Mog coin? Mog Ma- Ma- coin. Yeah, Mog coin. Mog coin. Yeah. I mean, we got pretty close. We got MD- MGP. Yeah. You're gonna have to click mod coin on your companion app. <laughs> make that relevant again. Now, if they want to make Verminion Verminion relevant, uh I mean you'll get a lot of crypto bros, but <laughs> <laughs> No. No, I know where you're going with this, and no, absolutely not. <laughs> 
We're going to NFT our minions. <laughs> NFMs. Yeah. Unfungible minions. Unfung- non-fungible minions. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, <clears throat> Nori, uh, you want to let people know where they can find, uh, well, you, I guess, is on the Discord server, so you want to let people know where the Discord server is? Is there? A li- we'll have a link, of course, in our in our show notes and in and, and our when we launch the episode, but uh, at least tell people. Yep, you can find the Final Fantasy XIV Submarine Discord um, either by going onto the official forums and looking for the submersible thread. It should be listed in there by our good friend Morgana Brown, who runs the thread. You can also likely find a Reddit post for me here or there where I'm talking about submarines somewhere by looking up Nori Batoro submarine. It'll probably pop up in your Google search results because I'm that much of a loudmouth. <laughs> Other than that, you can find us at discord.gg slash capital G, capital A, capital V, lowercase eg, capital X, capital N, lowercase T, lowercase W, capital K. That is our link for the submarine discord. Yeah, that absolutely will be in our show notes. <laughs> so if you didn't get all that, don't worry. It'll be in our show notes. We will make sure that uh, people get it. Uh, 17,000 people. He doesn't need to get like one of those custom URLs. Yeah. Man, we've been lazy this entire time. I gotta fine, 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 fine. I'll do it eventually. <laughs> Seventeen thousand people seem to have found us though, so give yeah. us that. <laughs> Discord.gg forward slash submarine fight club. <laughs> it's all it's all part of the fight club aspect. No one Discord. no one should know what it is. Forward slash animorphs. Nobody would know what's going on. <laughs> Discord.gg slash crab. Yeah, oh, even better. <laughs> Slash crab. I if that's taken. If there's a crab Discord and I'm not on it, I'm a big mad. <laughs> I'm Googling this. Oh, man. I hope there's crab Discord. <laughs> there is. It is crab cord. <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh, man. I know what I'm doing the rest of my night. <laughs> oh, man. No, you're not lying. It is actually called crab cord. <laughs> I'm really confused because how it how did they get a, a custom URL? I don't know. With 155 people, I guess that's all you need. Apparently, that's well below like partner levels, and that's well below. Uh, See, they cared more about their Discord levels. than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, of course, but man, I really gotta get off my butt and do something about that Discord title. <laughs> I need to I need to see a link for crab cord. I need to be about this in my life. Literally just type in discord.dg slash crab. Oh my god, are you serious? Discord. Yep, yep. That's that's how an invite code works, yes. I didn't think that would I didn't think that actually would work. So that's what we just proved, yes. Got a really weird SpongeBob in the back. Sucking on a pickle. Well, it happens. Just don't know when those random pickles will just come up. And- Is that a pickle? It looks like a watermelon. <laughs> I think I think that just showed up on camera a little bit and broke at things. So uh, with that, <laughs> sure you do get a custom one, but yeah. yes. All right. I'm sure I'll bring it up to Prism and say, "Hey, we should probably do something about this." Oh, that's a very be like, I'll, I'll talk to you in a week. <laughs> Great. Well, the crab crab discord broke us. All right. Well, 
All right. You'll be, we'll be uh, back next uh, on Friday, December 2nd at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. GMT uh, with our guests. I'm going to take a shot at this because we haven't actually talked with them yet. Nobutaka Fairclough uh, of the new Final Fantasy XIV podcast, Coffee and Carbuncles. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, keep around an eye on that. Uh, we are going to be recording and releasing some bonus rounds over the next couple months, uh, specifically because we have holidays coming up. There's Thanksgiving in the U.S. And then we have, of course, all of the holidays towards the end of December. Uh, also of note, uh, because this is the last podcast before it will change. Uh, I am going to be doing coffee cast and chat for the next uh, week or two. Uh, however, later on, uh, because I will be away, uh, we may have some changes to uh, Sunday morning streams. So uh, I, I will be back in the new year, though. So keep an eye on all of that. Uh, but yeah, Peter, do you have anything else? No, uh, crab cord broke our cameras. So that's... <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm just invisible now. Honestly, a fitting end for, for this episode is that uh, when, you know, if you do not obey the crab, the crab will show, rear its teeth or claws, I guess, and end you. Crabs don't have teeth. Uh, well, they make bubbles. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Eureka Orthos. Thank you, everybody. And as always, till see you swells all, keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flattis Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show.